This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, if you did any of these things growing up, you're old. And you can't lie. None of the three okay, of us can fine. lie. Okay, I'll be honest. Okay. And I like being perceived as young, so this will be hard. It's going to be very difficult for you? Yes. I might come in a little worse than you do. I haven't seen it yet, but that'd be my guess. I hope so. Well, thank you. I just mean you're... I am a lot older than you. Thank you. I'm old enough to be your father. Yeah, you literally are. I am. Friends I, with your kids. Yeah, that's right. You're shoulder to shoulder with Andy. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those lists where if you showed it to a teenager, they think you're just making stuff up. Someone came up with 40 things. Well, we're not going to do 40 of them. Nah. They have 10 listed here, so that's okay. good. Uh, hearing someone yell, get off the internet, I need to use the phone. Oh, yeah. I know that Oh, did feeling. it used to take up the phone lines? Oh, yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't like, aware. <laughs> I would be downloading illegally a bunch of songs, and my mom would be like, I need to use the phone. I'd be like, you got to let... This song, you got to let it download first. Please, Mom, it's been hours. Did you tell me what Napster was supposed to mean? Napster is exactly what we would use. Yeah. It was just the downloading of songs illegally. Why is it called Napster? Because Sean, the guy, Sean, uh, it's not Sean Avery. That was the hockey player. Sean something or another, I forget his name. He, during college, would nap a lot, and his roommate called him the Napster. Oh, so Uh, it's called Napster. It's called Napster. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that makes sense. Sean Parker. Parker. Never understood why they called it Napster, Mm -hmm. but now I do. I should have known, actually. Okay, so this one of those lists where uh, some came up 40 things you don't even remember uh, from your youth if you're officially old now. So here are a few good ones. Uh, never did this. Using a pencil to rewind a cassette tape. Yeah. <laughs> nope, never did it. I was not a cassette kind of guy. I had cassettes, but they were only around a very short time. Eight tracks were even worse. Yeah. But then digital came out and we were good to go. Hearing someone yell, get off the internet, you need to use the phone. I never heard that either. Uh, cars that, and I'm assuming because you guys aren't, aren't chirping that you've never heard of that either. That, the, the, not the, I haven't heard the pen one with the cassette tape. Yeah, but you've never done it. No, I've never done no, that. I haven't no. either. Get off the internet, you need to use the phone. You've heard that one? Yes. There you go. Um, uh, cars that needed two different keys, one to unlock the door and a different key to start the engine. I don't remember that oh, at I, all. Yeah, I do remember really? that. Really? Yeah. You do? I had a 1987 Toyota Corolla. Oh, really? And we had, uh, we had, we lost the keys, but we found the door key, but couldn't find the engine key. Oh, oh that's God. Yeah. And that probably, my 86 LeBaron probably had that, but in my defense, I don't think I ever locked it once. Sure. I had an 86 LeBaron. What, did yours have a sunroof? Because mine, de- or mine wasn't, uh... Mine had, what was it called? A Landau roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Landau yeah. roof? Everyone was like, Brittany, you're the only one who has an 86 LeBaron without the cool part. <laughs> yeah. I had a hard top, just normal car. It was crap. And for a while, once it got hit, I couldn't even go in through the driver's seat. So I'd have to do like a passenger seat, like seat, like shuffle of shame to get to my driver's seat. God, the memories that I get from you bringing stuff like this up. The 86 LeBaron, it was my first car that I got. Because you got a you got a company car when you work for Capitol Records, which is so cool and no, does not happen. I might have been an '85 LeBaron. Does that make sense? I don't know. Mine was an '86. '85, uh, '86, whatever the hell it was. But '86s would have come out in '85, so that makes sense. Totally. But in any case, I did not know this, but I'm up uh, in Robbinsdale yeah. making a call, and I come out and I get in the car, 
and someone had uh, tampered with Tommy's car, which I did not know. Uh-huh. I'm driving down West Broadway into North Minneapolis. I go back by St. Anne's School. I take a left. Both of the front wheels of my car fell off the car. Oh, my god! They were trying sure. to steal my tires. I mean, not only the tires, but the wheels themselves. They had loosened all of the lug nuts on the front two oh tires. Oh, my God. So you think they were in the middle of stealing it, and then you came yeah, out? Yeah, absolutely. But the weird deal is you will never know, and I'll never know again, how that felt. All of a sudden, you look out, and you see your tires going down the road. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, Myla Baron. weird. Myla Baron, the um, gas gauge broke. So I had no idea how much gas oh, I had. Oh, God. So my solution was I just filled up a big jug of gas and put it in the back oh, seat. Oh, you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime, I'd have, I remember I had a friend that went to St. Thomas, and she had all these really bougie friends. And this is, you know, when she was in college. Love bougie. I remember one time she's like, Brittany, can you pick us up? I was like, sure. And this one of the kids that was there goes, is this a tank of gas? And I was like, you will never relate. We will mm, never no. have anything in common. Okay. <laughs> like That was a little dangerous there, sister. Oh, it was terrible. And it always reeked of gas. But that mm-hmm. was the only solution I could think of. I love this. She's inhaling gas every time she gets in her car. But we should watch out for the ozone layer. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. yeah. And now Whatever. here I am looking at organic labels and all this stuff. And oh, yeah. For like a good year of my life, I was just sucking up fumes. Can you imagine how you would feel or how you, Beverly felt? Did she ever find out you did that? Yeah. Okay. Can you if imagine not, she how, knows now. <laughs> how about how, Go-Go comes to you and goes, oh, yeah, I got a whole tank of gas in the backseat of my car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine how you'd feel if she told you that. I have to uh, compartmentalize my life uh, <laughs> quite do? a bit, okay, well, and good. that is one of them because I can, no, I cannot imagine her telling me that she's driving around with a tank of gas. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, well, we had a car. The hood would fly back every once in a while. Oh, oh Jesus! On the yeah, on the highway, we'd be doing like sixty oh. miles an hour, and all of a sudden the hood would fly back, and it would smash the windshield, and then we'd go back, we'd pry it back, and then you'd have to because it was basically held on with a C clamp, and it would pop off, and oh then it would fly God. up. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, my car also the um, battery would get really corroded. Sure. So I would always have a can of Coke in my car with a toothbrush. And so when the batteries would corrode so much it wouldn't start, I'd have to go there, take my bra- toothbrush, put it in the Coke, and clean those off yeah, yeah. so the connections could be made. And I go, I was an idiot. I, I should not be alive at all. <laughs> oh, don't call yourself an idiot. Don't quickly defend me, Mr. Bernard. <laughs> don't jump. She picked up on that right away. I was coming at you. There's no question about it. Okay, just a couple more. Chris okay. going to join us in about two minutes. Uh, when everyone's favorite meal was push-up pops, where basically you ate ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. <laughs> and it would get all soggy. That's true. Uh, and you'd have to push so hard at the beginning, <laughs> your whole red would t- your whole hand would turn red. I don't think they were any good either. They were like I, real I sugary. I remember the, I liking the orange ones. Oh, okay. There you go. Having a notebook where you kept track of all your friends' phone numbers. Yeah, P, I did. I had a notebook with, uh, with phone numbers in it. I did not have that. Yep, but, I, I did. but that's a long time ago. I mean, that would have been, like, in the late 70s, probably. That was cool, though. That would be cool to be carrying around a little. I mean, but, man, could you get your stuff stolen easily then? Remember those old brick phones, the first ones, the first cell phones? They looked like a brick. My grandma, she's, my grandma's doing all right. We'll just say that. Uh, She had the first ever I saw a car phone. Yeah. And it 
was uh, first off this giant phone sure. in her center console. Oh yeah, yep. and that never it always was like with the sounds that would come out of it were insane, and I can't That's even true. guess how much that thing cost. Bryce borrowed my car one time to go down to Byerly's. That's the old 917 North Lilac Drive location. Yeah. He had to borrow my car to go down to Byerly's for a couple of seconds. Left the top down with my phone sitting <gasps> on the front seat. Gets out there and somebody's stealing the phone. Bryce chased him down Highway 100. <laughs> and finally the guy threw the phone <laughs> out the window. And it was such a heavy brick piece of crap. Yeah. It didn't bother the phone at all. Sure. Oh, my to God. To thrown out the window. <laughs> that like, is one oh. thing I miss. Is back in the day, cell phones, they were these big brick things. Huge. My Nokia, you could bludgeon a man to death and still <laughs> yeah, play snake after. Like, yeah. it would have been just fine. That's true. Just a couple more to go here. If you wanted to uh, watch a movie, you had to switch to Channel 3. That was before uh, TVs had different input options. I, I don't remember that at all. I remember that, but it feels like I, you? you still have to do that. And, like, I constantly go from different HDMIs, mm -hmm. so it never, feels similar. Yeah. Never done this either, accidentally burning yourself with a car cigarette lighter. Now the holes uh, where, uh, where they used to be are just plugged uh, plug in for charges. Yeah, there aren't cigarette lighters in cars anymore, are there? Yeah. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Finding out which movies uh, were at your local theater by checking the newspaper, or you called Holly. Movie Phone, movie baby. Phone. Welcome to Movie Phone. And they'd always have a trailer at the beginning. They're like, yes. a girl who doesn't know her future. And you're like, I just want to know when this movie is playing. It's true. If you weren't listening to the radio, you were listening to something from your CD holder, and it was probably attached to your son's ca car, your Port. car sun visor? What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the CDs, they used to put them in the sun visor. There oh, was they like did? A, yeah, it was almost like a, a flat. It was like a, you'd fold it down and there were slots but, yeah. for each oh, individual CD. Yeah. I had, I had no idea. And you'd be like, you know, Brittany and Michelle's spring break mix. Yeah. And like, girls just oh, want to have fun. Really? And sex or like something stupid. And then another thing is when I used to snowboard, uh, I'd put my CD player in my inside pocket in my jacket and then I'd fall, and it would be, like, the worst pain yeah, ever. Yeah, not necessarily good. And then if you did anti-skip, good luck. Batteries are done in, like, two minutes. Mm -hmm. It all works out in the end. Have we got your boy ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, you can pop in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the lovely and talented... What's his name again? Chris something? Mr. Eggert. Chris Eggert, that's what it is. I knew. I, I knew What's I'd up? Know. Hey, you don't have a, a goofy name today. It's just KSTP-TV. I'm trying to be. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be more professional, Tom. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, locked in the professional attitude, did you? Yeah, yeah. that works for me. So, how's uh, you know? It's kind of interesting. Um, because I I, I I watch you now. What you were on at five thirty? Is that the first time you're on? Yeah, yeah. Because yep. I I watch you from five thirty to six o'clock every morning now. So I'm sick to death of you by the time I get here. But you know, no. But it's kind of nice to do that to get up and watch you and see what's happening and all the rest of it and. So I want to ask you a couple of things. This is, in a way, I suppose it's serious, but they keep telling us, the Democrats and Republicans keep telling us that we got until June 1st to get this thing straightened out or it's going to be a complete disaster. Well, now last night they were saying that's not true at all. We made that up. Now, is it made up or isn't it? Who's telling the truth here? <laughs> well, that, that, if I knew that, I'd be, I wouldn't be sitting here. Well, that's true. Topic. He'd be a billionaire. That's true. I... I I mean, you definitely feel like there's a little bit of a artificial deadline yeah. on it. But I, but I also know that 
um, you know, you got Wall Street and you've got a lot of like very vested parties in it that seem to be quite nervous about this. Right. You know, the date. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I still just kind of feel like it's a it's a big game of chicken right now. You know, who's going to bluff? You know, who's going to get their um, chest puffed up the highest? Which one's going to veer off the road first? And <clears throat> so I don't know. I guess we'll see see where it goes but I, last thing i heard is that they were um like not necessarily close to something but they were at least still right. talking which right is kind of what you want but i never thought uh, i'd see the day though when i can't i what state was it i think it might have been the state of minnesota actually bragging about the it was the state of minnesota bragging about the fact hey we've raised another 90 billion dollars you mean you've raised the money or you're going to tax the piss out of me to pay for that I just don't, they're so excited to take money from one group of people and give it to another because they're buying votes with it. That's what they're doing. Well, I mean, the the reality is you can't give paid sick time to everybody and not have that money come from somewhere. Yeah, like, well, that's right. It's it's real money. Um, it may, you know, it may not feel like it when you're uh, at the legislature or, but when you're looking at your paycheck, it's, and, and, the flip side of that, you know, there's also the college, the free college thing. Like, that's not yeah, free. It's not free. Like, somebody's no. paying for it. Now, you and can you- debate whether or not, as a society, those of us who have should be helping the people who, you know, the have-nots. That's, But the reality is, I think people always need to remember, like, it's real money. Well, we have to it remember, too. It just come out of nowhere. The most expensive college in America I know, the last I heard, maybe it's higher than that now, was $77,000 a year. 77 grand a year. You start handing out money hand over fist like this, these colleges are going to raise that to 150 G's a year. I guarantee it. That's another thing. That's like, it's not like the college is, oh, it's going to be free college then. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, the the tuition is out of control as it is, which is something I have to be very plugged into right now with Mm -hmm. the kid who's going to be starting college in the fall. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Tell her to get off her ass and start playing sports. Get a scholarship, damn it. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just thought of something. You just reminded me of something. My kids are now 36 and 34 years old, right? Yeah. When my kids were at St. Thomas and St. Kate's, I automatically transferred money into my wife's checking account so she could pay their tuition. I've still been doing that for 18 years, and they haven't been in college in 18 years. <laughs> How much dough is she collecting? Jesus, Palomino. I just realized I've been duped roundly or soundly. Or, or else or you're still paying for that tuition. Cause, yeah. uh, as, uh, oh, no, that was paid off long ago. Okay, well, uh, I've, my guy's starting at St. Thomas in the fall, and it ain't cheap. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. That's yeah. a, do, you, do you spend any time in that area? Because not that far from KSTP anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, and then, of course, love it. Um, through the football thing, we've been over there a lot over the course of the last year. So, I mean, it's it's super nice. I mean, it's it, it's as good of a, you know, it's great of a place as you'd hope to be able to send your kid, so. Except you can't stop at O'Gara's and get hammered before you go over there. Damn it. Didn't they close O'Gara's? Um, yes, right? Yeah, Snelling and what What the hell is that on? Yeah. Snelling and something. Uh, Just south of 94. Well, now there's that. Um, I loved O'Gara's. Danny O'Gara, where the hell are you? 
what is the name of that? They have the bakery and you can. Oh, they do? There's a bakery in there now? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. What is I the name I have no idea. It? It's like Sun or something. Well, do you want to look that up while we go to break? Yeah. You know, that's probably a good idea. I think you're right on the money, brother. What do you think of that? Do you think he's right on the money, brother? Mm-hmm. Always, always on the on. It all works out. Okay, so this one. Yum is the name of the place they put there. Yum. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yum is. Okay. We'll be right back right after this more with KSTP's Chris Eggert. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walls and Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for twenty four months. Ten thousand miles per year. Fifty nine hundred do it signing. Vin PC two six one seven two five. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife Mary when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. It's time for Power Lodge and Miller Marine, a marriage of throttle therapy between fun on the land and fun on the water. Pick your power and head to the lodge. Power Lodge, of course. Their locations are in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. You can find the boat or pontoon that's just right for you and your next Remember When family moment. Bennington, Smokercraft, Starcraft, Power Lodge, and Miller Marine has the brands you can trust to deliver fun, of course. Stop into Miller Marine or any Power Lodge location. Check the huge inventory of new Bennington pontoons with more than 300 new Benningtons to choose from. Huge savings on remaining new 2022 boats and pontoons in stock, of course, at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and every Power Lodge location. Miller Marine and Power Lodge locations are open through this Saturday, closed on Sunday, and Memorial Day, of course. So come in by Saturday to pick your pontoon, hook it up, and drive it home for on-the-water fun before the holiday weekend is over. Head to PowerLodge.com or MillerMarine.com because it all starts at the Lodge Power Lodge.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert with us from Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Big article about uh, your buddy, Ginny uh, Morris, in the paper this morning. Oh, I haven't seen the paper yet. Yeah. Um, in the strip? Yeah, they did a big article about her in the strip this morning. They called her, what, superpower CEO? What was she called? Uh, just Big Shot. That's why I think it was Big Shot. Well, I'll I mean, send you the true. article. It's a good article, actually. I mean, they lie constantly. They Like they say, she's a really nice person, which, you know, we know it's not true, but yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, she's great. You know what's so weird about that? Uh, and I brought this up. There's an article about this powerful CEO, media CEO, and I've known her since she was eight years old. So I, I always picture the eight-year-old Ginny whenever they do stories like that. It's like, what? But she's done rather well, so that's a good thing, Right. Yeah, she's awesome, man. I, I run she to her is. quite a bit. And, oh, that's uh, good. Always super friendly and uh, wants to visit. And uh, yep. you know, sometimes sometimes people of that uh, status in a company don't always take the time to, you know, chat with you. So it's nice. You mean like most radio pricks? Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> he just double pumps on me. I like that. He just goes, yeah, whatever. No, trust me. I most of my. I mean, I don't have a lot of conversations with people like that, so it's always very refreshing. No, it is. I agree. She with always you. checks in, and no, she's terrific. Um, always has been a very nice person. I mean, my my basic uh, goal in life is to stay out of the manager's office, no matter what. Like it's, I'm doing my job correctly. If we don't have to have any, that's nothing. It's not a knock on them. It's just they got. I'm hoping they have other things to worry about. So. Okay, this coincidence just happened, or maybe it's not a coincidence, but I thought it was kind of weird. I ran down the hall quickly and came back, and I'm walking through the hall, and I look down, and there's, you know the capsule they put over the corks on wine bottles, the little kind of aluminum or what? what I didn't even know what the hell that material is. It's kind of a metal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Foil stuff? Kind of some kind of foil or whatever, but... Yeah. There is no wine bottle. It's just that capsule that fits over the bottle and the cork. Somebody take it off and then take the cork out, right? Yeah. There's one of those capsules laying out in the middle of the hallway out there, this wine bottle capsule, right? Do you realize, I just looked down at my screen, it's National Wine Day. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so somebody got at her a little early, apparently. Mm. Seriously, it was, well, that's not a coincidence that a wine capsule would be out there on a wine day. There you go. Somebody's boozing it up at 7, well, it's, oh, although it's 8.30. Let's, yeah, let's it's go. Time. It's a late start, huh? I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rudy, okay. what time do you usually start? Uh, well, the coffee gets put away at 11.30, and then first drinks usually around 12. 
So. <laughs> and then do you sleep the rest of the night? Thank you very much, Greg. Yeah. Ew. I know. I've been trying so hard to cut back. Oh, I hate it. Do you drink every night? Yeah, well, not. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But not like. Get plastered every no. night. Like, yeah, a beer or something just I to kind of like... Well, that's not I'm just surprised chill, by but... you because you, you're kind of a calorie guy. So I feel like if you're not getting wasted, that would bug you a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, like, I've done I've been on the road and then doing shows. Like, you just you tend to just drink way more. You, you fall off the wagon a little bit. But, yeah. like, this week, I'm like, all right, we're back. We're back on it. Because I jumped on that scale and I was like... Was like, that is not a number that I usually see, so... The scale. Mm-hmm. You to do a body fat analysis? Uh, no, I hate those. I, I hate know. when people are like, I had my BMI and it was up three and a half. I, I was know. like, what? Who cares? If your T-shirt doesn't fit, cut back on the cheesecake. That's the easiest dictator. That's you should it. probably lose a pound or two. That is it. So anything, any big news this morning in the news? Yeah, well, it's three. Uh, George Floyd murder was three years ago um, on this date, Whoa. which uh, there's going to be some things that are going on there with that. Um, it was three years ago already. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And there are events that are going to be happening at the, at the site there where it all happened. And there's been a lot of like articles have been written the last couple days of, you know, was it this big historic movement that people thought it was going to be at the time? Um, you know, all the bad things that came from it, all of the positive things that might have come from it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it remains to be seen what kind of, I don't know, what kind of impact that'll have on, on uh, you know, history, really. Um, yeah, it seems like it's, I, I can't believe it's been three years already. So that, that, that was a big thing that we were talking about today. Mm, I so. can see that. It makes me kind of sad, though, because when I was going to Brown Institute back as a teenager, I was all up and down Lake Street, man. I just loved running up and down Lake Street, all the great, you know, bars they had down there. And yes, it was 21 to drink, but I looked older than I was, so shut up. You know what I mean? But no, I, I, it, that, there's one part of that that still bothers me is when I'm driving along Lake Street and all of those buildings are still just destroyed three years later. That's yeah. really too bad. They're trying to figure out what to do with the police yeah. precinct that was destroyed there. Yep. I mean, there was a brand new apartment complex, huge housing complex mm-hmm. that was burned down. I mean, and all the other things along there. I mean, it's it is, and it's also pretty crazy to me too to think that a lot of that hasn't hasn't really been rebuilt, and it looks about like it did, mm-hmm. you know, that summer. So yeah, it's it's a, I don't know. I, you know, one thing I've been noticing a lot, too, is how d- different news organizations are referring to the unrest that happened mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. Um, and choosing words like unrest versus rioting. And some of that gets into some. I don't know. Was it was it rioting that happened? Was it? It was unrest? rioting. I'm sorry. Uh, was it, it was know, it demonstrations? You know, I. I don't feel like you should really go back and rewrite that into something it wasn't when right. buildings were destroyed and burned down and windows are smashed and people lose their livelihoods. Uh, I mean, that feels like a riot to me, feels like riots to me, but it's, I don't know. I just noticed that a lot in the writing and different news organizations, like how they're choosing their oh, words. Everybody's such a candy ass now. It's unbelievable. Just treat people as the best you can instead of trying to destroy them. That would be really good. 
I will never understand why Chauvin did what he did. I, I, to this day, is it because, because George Floyd was so much bigger than he? Uh, I, I, was it a race thing? I guess it, I don't know that guy. Chauvin. So I don't know if he's a racist or what the hell. I still don't, to this day, understand all of that over $20. Really? Yeah, it's, and and obviously, like, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, had there not been somebody there with a cell phone right, and getting video of it, would anybody even know about it? Did Chauvin purposefully stay on his neck at that point because he knew there was somebody on a cell phone yeah, maybe. shooting video of him because he just wanted to assert his dominance over the situation. Probably. I mean, there's just so many, so many different factors at play there as to how it went the way it went. It, it just, yeah, it's, I remember the first time I saw the video and it was just like, I mean, it was jaw dropping. Uh, and then obviously it, blew up into everything it did but we didn't we didn't we had found that we had seen the video that night mm -hmm. a little inside baseball and we didn't quite know how to what to do with it because it was between the the night you know and it happened the night before but nobody really knew about it so it, it didn't make any news on on that night before but then all the news organizations were getting access to the video as it right. was coming out in the morning and all we had to go off of was what the police told us at that mm -hmm. point. And most of what they put out was, I mean, you go back and look at it. It, it wasn't even close to being accurate or it was such, it was a very, a very, very, very watered down version of what happened. So I know we were just trying to figure out that morning, how to, sh what sh we should do with the video. Should we show yeah, the video? Yep. What what are we even explaining what happened here? Because a lot of people didn't even really quite know. So, no, it just I will never understand. And and look, the the one thing I and I guess I'm not going to say I feel sorry for them, but they were put in a very uncomfortable position. The other three cops that stood by and watched it, I wonder if they're thinking, well, if I do something, if I intervene, am I going to get fired? Am I going to lose my job? I mean, I I I'm assuming they never thought that Chauvin was going to kill the guy. I mean, they killed, you think they would ever assume that he was going to kill George Floyd? I wouldn't think so. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, all these different things that right. happened and, like, how right. it all played out, the the way it went, it was um, – I know we did have a story this morning that I, I thought was pretty remarkable from a – you know, you hear on the news, they're like, it's a medical miracle, and a lot of times, it, you know, it's maybe not that much of a miracle. But um, there's this guy – uh, overseas who was in a motorcycle crash in 2011 mm -hmm. and he's paralyzed from the waist down. They actually like hooked some diodes up to his brain inside his body, circumvented his spinal cord, ran them down to the other nerve endings on the other side of where the injury was in the spinal cord. And the guy like can brain control walk. That's amazing. Wow. And like walk upstairs and I mean, it's for, it's like, and you know, they're using artificial intelligence and, um, I mean, that's like movie stuff, right? Yeah, it like, is. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. doesn't even seem like that's real. And then you think about the possibilities about that, you know, the, I mean, are we really that far off from like being able to build someone or to be able to keep <laughs> them alive? For, Maybe. I mean, think about it. Yeah, this is, uh, if you guys want to hear a little audio, this is the doctor who did the surgeries to be able to let this guy walk. It is really a fascinating video. 
We do two different surgeries. There is one surgery at the level of the brain and another surgery at the level of the spinal cord where we put electrodes on the top of the spinal cord at the place that is responsible for leg movement. So between these two, there is communication, an electrical communication, a digital bridge. In a few sessions, everything is linked and the patient starts training. And the crazy part is that guy said that after the surgery, in two days, he, was al- he already had control of his hips and starting Jeez. to move his feet. That's oh amazing. God. Two days. That's so crazy. Wow. Pretty damn cool. But mm-hmm. you, all I'm doing, what was the name of that great, uh, it started in, I think, Harvard. It was a newspaper that used to come It still does the come Lampoon? out. The Lampoon? Yeah. Not the Harvard Lampoon, but there's another one. Hmm. But it was like the Harvard Lampoon, so we'll go with the Harvard Lampoon. I can't remember the name of this publication, but it was very funny what you just said. You know, the man was paralyzed from the waist down, and then I got to move on. They actually had a headline. After a serious accident, man paralyzed from the waist up. <laughs> so your legs work, but nothing else. It's <laughs> like, really? Yeah, that would go. Can you imagine walking down the street and you're just flopping sure. all over the yeah, place? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Maybe it was the Harvard lamp, but maybe it wasn't. I've been that drunk. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Back in the day, ladies, what are you looking at? You look like one of those car Wacky dealership. Yeah. 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 Well, that deal, yeah. yeah. Remember that one they had on television? I don't think it was on America's Funniest Home, but it was a different one where it looked like the thing was bent over humping the other one. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Get a room. Yeah. Get a room, for Christ's sake. So look, I mean, we're not paralyzed. We're not dead. Uh, there's a lot of good things are happening today. What do you think? Um, there's another big uh, kerfuffle up there, speaking Ooh, of the St. Like Thomas kerfuffle. area, um, that got passed by the St. Paul City Council last night. They're going to mm-hmm. build like an elevated, uh, specific bike trail right along. Elevated? Um, yeah. Well, not elevated, like up in the. It's going to be like its own like grade, separated from the road. Does that make sense? So just a little higher, some. Uh, yeah, and and. That's been like a huge thing that's been debated. Um, it's on Summit Avenue, right? Like oh, sure, right yeah. along some of yep. the nicest houses in the city. Mm-hmm. And they're going to build a four and a half mile bike path through there, which a lot of people were pretty upset about. There are I a mean, lot of bike paths there already. Well, th- I think that's one of the arguments, right? Like Weird. Um, yeah, and people were really hot about that. The meeting went on like late into the night last night, but they decided to pass it. So uh, the argument is that the people who live along there don't want all those big trees taken out. And oh, whatnot. yeah, of course. I mean, if, I, if I owned a house on there, which I obviously never will, but if I was able to live along that, I, I guess I, I sort of can get that argument, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's no question about that. Look, my daughter runs, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a 10K or what the hell. It's not a marathon, but it's a 10K or some deal. She runs that every year down Summit Avenue. So I suppose while they're working on that, they won't be doing that anymore. And when it's a bike path, will they even be able to do that anymore? You know what I'm I mean? Trying to think, I'm trying to think when they're going to. It's actually not going to start for quite a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, five. The construction is not going to start for until you know five years from now. So Really? Yeah. It's weird that they had to decide on it. What are they? This sounds like they're on the same timeline as the light rail. By the t- yeah, exactly. That's oh doing God. really Don't well, isn't it? Eden Prairieites. <laughs> Don't even get us started on that light rail. It's, 
every time I drive to Costco, I'm like, oh, look, there's a bridge to the, for the light rail. That goes to nowhere. I remember thinking when that thing was passed, like, oh, yeah, it'll be cool. We'll be able to hop on the light rail sure. and the Vikings games and blah, 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 blah. Like, little did I know, like, like, both my kids will be gone out of the house. I'll be, like, practically in the nursing home by the time if, if and when the light rail gets done. Let me tell you the most annoying thing about all that. So they actually did that pretty dang quick. They built that. I mean, I would drive home and I go, wow, they got a lot done. They, they were pretty, pretty, you know, quick with all of that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. Funding. Yeah. And yep. there was this thing where they, it wasn't even not necessarily funding, Tom. There was some thing where they didn't plan out the connection where they're whatever. And they said, all right, we're going to have to we wait on this. And it's beautiful looking. I mean, you've seen it, Chris. It's actually really nice looking. It's not an eyesore at all. And now they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't look into that other little, there's some what? law or connection oh, about what happened with where it's going to connect. And they're like, well, hopefully 2025. And there's no other reason. It's ready to go. That's ridiculous. So somebody just didn't do their job. Somebody didn't do their job. Okay, oh, what for a once, shock. it wasn't me. It's always uh, that you. That thing said, oh, oh, go ahead, Tom. No, no, it's always Brittany. That's all I'm saying. Every time there's a problem, it's Brittany. I do go I, to that area a lot. Hashtag blame Brittany. <laughs> Let's get it trending. Thank there you. you. Go. I love it. I'm coming back at you, Brent. Brittany. <laughs> oh, no, no, I thought we were at a truce. I mean, that whole thing, there was that. The Kenilworth corridor right there through Minneapolis oh, yeah, that was sure. causing all the, pro- and yeah. those there was a condos that were along there that were like, they were claiming that the building of the light rail was like shaking the condo buildings apart. Right. I mean, it's just like every single thing that seems to have been able to have gone wrong with that, it it has gone wrong. So I don't know. It's been almost. But they can't not. It's What's been, that, Brittany? It's been a decade since they started it. <laughs> Ten yeah. years. Ten That's years. That's what I mean. And it's nowhere near done. Not even close. They're saying 2027. I mean, they can't 27. not build it now, right? Oh, yeah. They can't God. just leave that stuff there. No. And it's not going to be 2027. It's going to be about 2030. Stop. They're going to tell you about half the time it's really going to take. It's just uh, 10 years and you're still not done. I can't wait till Gogo's married and she can finally go on that light rail. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait to push my rascal motorized scooter onto the light rail when I'm traveling to the city. Tell you what, though, living in New York and Chicago, it was wonderful to be able to take the L in Chicago, the subway in New York. God, that was great. Not well, anymore, that's though. that's the difference. Like, they built the cities around those. They didn't try to yes, build. right. You know, they didn't try to build the, the the public transit around the city. It was the other way around. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, they definitely had it figured out right. But yeah, I used to take the car. I used to land at either. Uh, well, actually, is pretty much when you, you had to land at O'Hare, and then you just hop a train and ride it into town. It was wonderful to be able to do yep. that. Really, really nice. I love Chicago anyway. But now I, apparently it's so damn dangerous downtown. You don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I haven't really been for. Me. Probably five or six years, but yeah, you don't usually haven't been hearing a lot of great things up nope. coming out of Chicago lately. That's for sure. All right, Hun Yuck, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Correct. All right, it'll be a Friday episode tomorrow. Friday. <laughs> what's wrong with you? You went out of your way. It's not even Friday yet, and you're saying it. He's mentally ill. Look, I've got the Friday feeling. Can't you tell? Yes. Hey, I want to show you something. Can you? Let's see. Where's the camera? Can you read what that says? 
Yeah, I don't know if you can. Uh, Sunday, Saturday. Uh, su- yeah, I can see the forecast. Oh, can you see what it says under the forecast? It says, you, you suck. suck. You suck. <laughs> she writes, you suck on my forecast. And I signed it, so at least it wasn't like a drive-by. Like, I wasn't, you know. You suck, Tom. I signed it That's my, what I get. with my signature, so you can have that. All right, we got go to go to I get that written here. on all my checks. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, pal. Thanks very much. Go to break right now. Got some great guests coming up in just a couple of minutes. It's time for Power Lodge and Miller Marina Marriage of Throttle Therapy. Mm. Between fun on the land and fun on the water, pick your power and head to the lodge. Of course, Power Lodge. Their locations are in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Oh, and now through Memorial Day. It's on Saturday, May 27th, just three days away. Two days away. Damn, really? Dang. Uh, you can find the boat or pontoon that's just right for you and your next Remember When family moment. Bennington, Smokercraft, Starcraft, Power Lodge, and Miller Marine has the brands you can trust to deliver fun, of course. Stop into Miller Marine or any Power Lodge location. Check the huge inventory of new Bennington pontoons with more than 300 new Benningtons to choose from. When are we going over there? I'm down whenever. Let's I'm go. the most available. Okay. Huge savings on remaining new 2022 boats and pontoons in stock at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and every Power Lodge location. Miller Marine and Power Lodge locations are open through this Saturday and closed on Sunday and Memorial Day Monday. So come on in by Saturday, pick your pontoon, hook it up, and drive it home for on the water before the holiday weekend is over. What do you think of that? I'm in. Head to PowerLodge.com or MillerMarine.com because it all starts at the Lodge Power Lodge. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for 24 months. 10,000 miles per year. 5,900 do it signing. Then PC 261725. You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota. Well, once again... Right. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with MNFatLoss.com? The program has been great for me. I've lost 20 pounds, and I've been on the program for exactly one month today. I'm not feeling hungry. I am feeling a lot healthier, and I've got plenty of energy. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals. Certainly no hypnosis is going to happen. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast because my name's on the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm proving that you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months. 
do yourself a favor and check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight, and I do feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. Schedule your free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are good to go. Sounds good to me. Nick Wary and Mickey Sudo. Nick and Mickey, how you doing? Hello, who is it? <laughs> how you guys doing? Everything good? Great. Thanks for having us. Uh, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, promoting Nathan's famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest, number four ranked competitive eater in the world, Nick Wary, just qualified for the Nathan, uh, Nathan's famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest by eating 44 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Nick's fiance, Mickey Sudo, is a number one ranked female uh, competitive eater and eight-time Nathan's famous hot dog eating champ. Okay, so when, when do, you, do you guys know when you're going to be getting married? Do you have any idea? What do you think, babe? We haven't set a date yet. Um, we're we're kind of working through exactly how we want to do it. You know, whether maybe it's on a cruise, maybe it's in a specific venue, you know, see who we want to invite, going through that whole process. But um, we know what's going to happen. We're just trying to figure out if we want to do it um, you know, quick and quiet or big old hoopla, kind of like I did the proposal. Okay, well, here's the problem. If you do the big old hoopla deal, you're both going to have to out-eat each other at the groom's dinner or the bride's dinner. <laughs> it's going to cause huge problems, Nick and Mickey. I'm just telling you. It's going to be nothing but a problem. <laughs> well, I feel like a little bit of a competitive eating flair twist, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it a little normal, a little true. I, I don't think we're walking down the aisle as like you know ketchup and mustard or, or whatever it is, hot dog and bun. <laughs> You know, it's got to piss people off to no end, and I, I, I'm very happy for both of you. It's great, uh, you, you know, you got the relationship going and the rest of it. But Mickey looks like she weighs about 105 pounds, and Nick looks like he's a power lifter. So you can eat whatever you want. You're just pissing everybody off. Do you know that? Um, it's definitely, we definitely get some comments based on the opinions. Uh, <laughs> we're active, we're active seven days a week. You know, I, I'm an ex bodybuilder and. I sure. still train five to seven days a week. Nikki's in the gym, you know, doing her cardio. We're super active chasing our son around constantly. Um, and we balance the diet nine out of ten days. You know, one out of ten days is caloric anarchy at a contest or a practice. But I would say nine out of ten days, our, our diet's, you know, egg whites, boneless, skinless chicken, avocado, kale, something most people would consider incredibly boring and tedious. So with our job hazard of caloric insanity, we also have the job balance of, uh, you know, making sure we kind of stay healthy and lean. So that is a good... Now, did you guys meet at an eating competition? Um, yeah, actually, um, I've been doing this for God, over a decade now, and Nick's in his fourth year or something. Um, we we had overlapped in competing, but because Nick was on the East Coast and I was on the West Coast, um, we really didn't cross paths. Um, but we knew of each other. It really wasn't until... We, we met for the first time at the gym on the morning of the Nathan Samus hot dog eating contest oh, in 2018, sure. and I said hi. And but it really wasn't until later we were basically forced onto a first date. Um, you know, and then I realized, like, you know, there's there's lots of this person. He's pretty nice. Yeah, no question about. It. Nick, is it nice to be able to walk down the street with Mickey, and if somebody you know tries to stir the pot, because you're a very muscular guy, and uh, I have I've been away from it for a while now, but I was a big uh, power lifter myself back in the day. 
But walking along, isn't it nice to know that if anybody bothers you, you can just sick Mickey on them and she can kick their ass for them? You like oh, that? Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> people think people are, they might be physically, you know, mildly intimidated. But I mean, if they think I'm going to be the nasty one, oh, no, I'm a piece of cake. I mean, I'm, I'm a chihuahua. <laughs> Compared to her, like I might look like a big mean Rottweiler, but I'm the big mean Rottweiler that's just super friendly. Um, she's the one if we're in a business meeting or if anything's going down, like she, she's really the one you got to fear. I think that's wonderful, Mickey. You agree with that? Um, I uh, even going into eating contests, I like to have a smile on my face, but you know, a, a plan in my head, and then maybe like a little bit of uh, I, I don't know, some sort of motivation in my heart. You know, that's. Uh, but I, I like to disarm people, I guess. No, I, that makes total sense. Now, um, did, first of all, when did you both get the desire to do this? How long did it take you to realize I'm actually really good at this? Because you wouldn't know, I wouldn't think, going in that you'd... I mean, Mickey, I'm looking at your picture right now. For you to eat 49 Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs in 10 minutes does not look like something you could do because you, you have, you're very slim, 125 pounds. Uh, how did you find out you could even do this, both of you? Uh, I, I think, you know, we both say that competitive eating chose us or found us. Oh, okay. So it's really, uh, you know, right place at the right time or the wrong place at the wrong time, however you want to look at it. Um, I did a man versus food type challenge basically because the jackpot was uh, very tempting. I'm, I think I could do that. Um, and, uh, you know, here we are, you know, 10 years later, I have a career out of this. It's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was really different because now with the growth and popularity of competitive eating, we have people come up to us and say, I want to be just like you. I want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Neither of us were like that. You know, when we started, it was more like you fall into this, you find out you're kind of good at it, you enjoy it, you, you keep going. Um, so that's kind of my, my take on it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Are you, are you kind of surprised because, and I'm one of them, I, I will I'll be totally honest with you, I am fascinated watching eating contests. Did you guys, I mean, how long have they known this would be such a sport? Well, and it is, and it is a sport, let's be honest, that would attract so many people. So many people love competitive eating contests. Did you see that coming? I think it's, um, I think people can relate to it. Yeah, because everyone's eating a donut or a hot dog or a piece of pizza or what have you. So I think um, people like seeing extremes, so to speak, whether that be, you know, someone who's seven feet that could dunk a basketball or someone that could run a 40-yard dash. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense. By the way, uh, next time we have you on, I'm going to send Brittany out and buy a bag of pistachios because you guys got eight minutes. And I'm going to try to eat 188 pistachios in eight minutes like you did, Nick. What do you think? Dang, that's impressive. Oh, do we lose them? Uh, we may have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we did yeah, lose we them. We did. Yeah, yeah they okay. had to go. That's a, oh, maybe. Yep. All right. That's fine. Uh, Nick, Nick Wary and Mickey Sudo, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very nice people, actually. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. Uh-huh. Magnificent. Is Quentin Rampage Jackson ready to go? Quentin will be up in just a moment. Okay, so yeah. it'd be a mm-hmm. little one of uh, so Nick and Mickey had to go unfortunately, but they were very pleasant, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't even get my line in to eat 180 pistachios in eight minutes, Mike. Ah, the hell's that? <laughs> you know, th- sometimes there's a glitch, you know. They're opened, yeah. right? I would hope so. <laughs> you know, you can bet on these contests. You can really? Yeah, I've I've seen lines on it. <laughs> Joey Chestnut wasn't he the big one that oh, brought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. brought oh. it to fame? Oh, oh even money all the time. Yeah. Oh, was he really? Oh, yeah. 
Why was he so? Why are people so good at this, Mike? I don't get it. Uh, you know, I think that there's. It takes a certain amount of. Uh, I would call it the uh, anti-revulsion instinct. Yeah, uh. that I would have to believe you're right because your brain is telling you don't yep. do this. Yep. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. I think that you literally have to. Tr- do you have to train your brain to to stop telling you that? Um, could just be in the DNA. I suppose it could be. I mean, I've known some big eaters in my life, but I don't know anybody's ever eaten that kind of that volume of food ever. So then, uh, but I think there's a rule that you can't flip. So in other words, if you can go home and flip, but Wait, what is flipping? Yeah, well, flipping is. It's, I get that from the jockeys. You know, jockeys flip after they eat. So they to, vomit to make the the weight. Yeah. So they vomit. Yeah. Okay, I know uh. what flipping is. <laughs> so you can't you can't win an eating contest if you vomit. You know, within a certain time period. You know what I'm going to do the next time I go to a movie in a movie theater? I'm going to stand up and go, I have to flip! And just <laughs> see if anyone This respond. man is going to flip! <laughs> this man's, I'm flipping, man! Oh, that's so gross to me. I don't know what yes. it is. And it's like the cute way of saying vomit up your food. Well, uh, it's just it's just jockey jargon. That's I get it from the track. Ugh. You know, it used to be very common at the track. Jockeys oh. did it all the time. Oh, I suppose, yes, but that's but probably But then I think true. jockeys became aware of the fact that they might die of kidney failure if they can't Oh, yeah, it will kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It will. You keep vomiting, it will kill you. Yeah. There's no question about that. So I don't understand how they ever got talked into doing that in the first place. You know, a lot of people who are desperate. Now, you think that's what it is, desperate for, for the do-re-mi? Well, yeah, and I mean, the thing is, if you're, if you're five feet, maybe two inches tall... And, uh, you know, and you, you maybe, maybe you uh, left school at sixth grade mm-hmm. so that you could ride horses. You don't have a lot of opportunities to do upper things. You know, you're never yeah. going to be the CEO of a corporation if you're right. five foot two. No, they don't. No five foot two. No, there's a, there's a lot of prejudice there. Yeah, there's a book. Uh, really? Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell has a stat oh, in one of his him. books. I believe it's uh, there's never been a f- CEO of a Fortune 500 company that's been under five foot eight. I believe is yeah. what it is. Yeah, really? that's a, yep. Honest to God, mm-hmm. yep. In America, yeah, we had some presidents who were about that size, but that was a long time ago. Now a president can't, you know, nobody's. That's the thing. There'll never be a Jew, and there'll never be a guy under five. You mean there'll never be a Jew? There'll never be a Jewish president. You're crazy. Where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah, you know, there's a there's a, there's a thing trending right now that's just not favorable. What's wrong with President Mottel? Uh, there's, uh, I'm all for it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.